International Poznań. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio. My name is Max and I am joined here by Simbi. Welcome to the show, Simbi. Thank you, sir. Simbi, we've got a lot to talk about in today's uh, program. Uh, you are a man of many talents. Uh, a man of a, a man of, tra- of a well-traveled background. Yep. You've been everywhere, and you've landed in Poznan, figuratively yeah. and uh, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, yeah. All right. Let's before I start. Uh, before we start going into some some teasing here, uh, what is it that actually brought you here to our to our city? Lachago jesteś tutaj w Poznaniu. I first chose to come to Poland. I didn't figure out to come to Poznan especially. You, you you just chose. You said okay. Poland, Poland looks good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how did how did Poznan come Poland. into mind? Yeah. Uh, and then when I got to Poland, I was uh, thinking of any good city. Then I saw that po- that Poznan is somehow more international than other cities because of uh, the universities here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of universities and a lot of foreign students here. So. It will be easier for any other foreigner to just blend in because it's uh, you don't have to speak Polish all the time. You, you still have some people to talk to. You could survive not speaking <laughs> Polish. Tak jak w naszym programie oczywiście ja lubię rozmawiać sobie po angielsku, bo to jest jednak mój mocniejszy język. Wskakuję na angielski. I like to say that I, I like to jump into English as often as I can. Yep. International Poznań. And I'm still gonna roll with the rhythm Well, I hope you understand, girl I hope you understand just where I'm heading I hope I'll be forgiven I said I didn't mean to be the villain Well, you better Exactly where we're headed. What's your rhythm is pulling me 
Um, so, so how long have you been in the city of Poznan? I've been in Poznan for it's been now almost a year because I came in uh, August of last year. Yeah. So this August on 30th, it will be one year. This will, this will be your anniversary. Uh, yeah. Poznan. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to celebrate it. Oh, you remind me of I, it. I think we'll have to. Okay. Well, this let this episode be sort of the beginning of your celebration. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in this in this one year of of experiencing the city, um, you know, I'm 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 really keen to to hear what you uh, what you've what you've felt. Uh, you you are a student, mm-hmm. uh, a student not just. Not just a philosophy student, not a not a medical student, and there are many medical students here. Yeah. Uh, what what is it that you're currently studying to do? Uh, what I, what I'm studying is uh, somehow a passion I'm following because I wanted to do this before. I wanted to set a goal before I was 40 years. So I had a dream of becoming an engineer in electrics. I did it. I want to do telecommunication to understand what's going on with telephony, whatever. I got this experience, a very extensive experience with the telecom industry. And then finally I said I need, I need to do piloting. I love being in the air, but not just being in the air on the big Boeing planes. I just need to fly helicopters. Otherwise, I would say flying military jets because of the speed, this adrenaline thing. So oh. I finally got to go with helicopters because it's my dream. If I can fly a chopper, I can go everywhere in the world. I can do tourism, piloting for tourism, piloting for humanitarian, especially humanitarian is my dream. Uh, flying choppers for humanitarian reason, flooded regions, of especially course, in yeah. Africa, cause I'm from Africa. So I've been seeing big countries with no proper roads. So I thought before I retire, I need to do this kind of job. Maybe delivering food and medicals to some remote places. So, you've uh, when we, when we met, uh, you 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 spoke also about the need for air ambulances, right? This is the special one because it's the most urgent. That one uh, does that does that require uh, well any any particular uh, different skills than 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 say just a humanitarian uh, pilot or how uh. does it, Flying a helicopter is or very complicated. It's just, it's just, it's still pretty difficult. Yeah, it's. You know, just, some people struggle with cars, and you are sure. So, a helicopter, you have pillars, and you have hands. Oh, the pedals. Controls. And the, yeah, they, they, is it is it also called the yoke? Uh, just like in the fixed wing uh, aircraft. There is an overall, and you have you need to control with the, with your feet because whenever you are in the air, the helicopter wants to take you to the left side or to the right side. So it's you need to balance everything all the time. So this is a, it's a very volatile machine. Yeah, it's yeah. a very volatile machine, and uh, but uh, it's also the most dangerous in the aviation business because they all the time they do accidents. It's a uh, it's a dangerous machine. So. You need because you don't need to fly very high up above the clouds, so you need to fly low. There is electric lines, there's telecom towers. Oh yeah. When there's no visibility, when you have winter, you don't have visibility. You have to fly with instruments, and uh, instruments sometimes they don't show you everything around. So you just need to be careful. So it's a, it's somehow a patriotic work <laughs> to do. <laughs> it 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 is. It, regardless, I mean, yeah, it does sound dangerous, but it sounds yeah. exciting. 
Very exciting. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, let's let's go through everything that there is to know about piloting mm-hmm. uh, of helicopters uh, right after this. I think we should go for a song. All right. um, now, something that w- that any helicopter pilot would want is good weather. Yeah. And you know what? Bob Marley brings some excellent weather in one of his songs. This one is called yeah. "Sun Is Shining." Oh, um, I was going to tell you about this. It's a it's a good the one. The sun is shining. The weather is sweet. Yeah. To the rescue, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, you're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here with Max and Simbi. See you soon. Marley bringing us excellent weather uh, here on International Poznan, 102.7 FM for MC Radio. Joining me here is uh, Simbi. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, sir. Simbi, um, I we were just talking about the, the difficulties of, of, of being a, a helicopter pilot because there are helicopters and then there are the what you call fixed wing aircraft is that yeah, right yeah 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 those those other type of uh, aircraft those are just those are the planes really yep, yep. where the wings are just staying where <laughs> they are <laughs> yeah you're right um, so 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 going going into these helicopters i mean we've got um, 
we've got humanitarian work, we've got military work as well, uh, being an air ambulance. I mean, that I've seen footage of air ambulance uh, landings. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they land in the middle of a town. Yeah. Like with with big buildings all around, mm-hmm. so you need incredible skills. I mean, do you need? Tell me, do, do you need perfect vision, or c- could someone like me who has glasses? Do I have a chance of being a pilot? Uh, the most important thing is your vision, yeah. of course. You need to be cold-blooded. You don't need to flip. You don't need to be scared of taking risks, as I told you before. Sure, sure. Calculated but, risks. Yeah, right? yeah but yeah. you also have instruments. So most of the time you need to be a good instrumentalist. So you need to read your instruments, know the weather, look around. Everything is combined. It's a lot of skills. That's why it's not given to everybody, to anyone. But it's given to specific people with specific skills. And you have to go through some kind of tests, some battery of tests. Sure, uh, uh, exactly. So I guess when you you mentioned cold-blooded, right, you need to yeah. be sort of calm under pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, before before going into uh, aviation school, mm-hmm. uh, are there psychological tests? Are there ways to tell if someone has the, the sort of the nerves of steel? Of course, you need to do these psychological tests. You need, uh, they need to observe you if you can, how you react under pressure. Yep. You can see someone is flipping on uh, traffic lights when there is behind cars just honking at him. So can you imagine when you're earlier, you have people to save down, yeah, you are doing uh, ambulance. and uh, Absolutely. If you cannot control your fear, if you cannot take quick decisions, then you are not good for piloting. Um, actually, uh, about air ambulances, I understand. How many crew do you know are, uh, are in an air ambulance? Is it one pilot, one doctor? Or uh, it depends on the size of the ambulance because okay. sometimes you need you have very small, very small equipment. Yeah, you just have equipment that carry five people, or it depends on the weight you can pick up. It depends on the material you can transport and what you need immediately. But the bigger, the better, because you can transport even your equipment to just solve problems on the ground instead of picking injured people or people with disabilities to other places. You can handle them at the point. So. It will depend on the size of the equipment. Because some of these air ambulances, they can treat a patient in the air already, yeah. right? Because it's not yeah. just a place, it's not just a transport, but it's actually, I don't know if someone was losing blood or something like that. The first aid. Yeah, yeah. The very first one, the basic one, you need to administer them immediately. Yeah. If it's a, a little bit complicated, you need scanners, you need whatever, you just take uh, the concerned people to the hospital. So in any case, the bigger the plane, the, the more the equipment you can take with you, the quicker you can solve the problems. I gotta get away sometimes. Oh yeah. I got to get away. I gotta slip away sometimes. Oh yeah. I got to slip away to my special place. Sorry. I said I'm sorry. Ooh, 
seen uh, there's a movie uh, in recent years it was about Mount Everest it was mm-hmm. called Everest <laughs> uh, and it's based on the, the 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 real expedition by by this group of people and one of them had to be evacuated from Everest base camp yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he he survived but he was evacuated by a helicopter that could barely support two people because mm-hmm. the helicopter arrived but the, I think it was the conditions up yeah. in, in uh, I'm not sure, but uh, they had to remove everything from the helicopter. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, practically, the doors were gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's in, in, incredible, incredible stuff that, that this, you know, the ambulances we see on the street. Yeah. You know, that's up in the air. We, can, we have that, too. Uh, it's more tough in the air. And um, you're talking about ambulances, but the most difficult one, the... What every pilot fears more is this offshore flying for petrol platforms into the ocean. Okay. That's also something very dangerous because, you know, the weather in the middle of the ocean is unpredictable all the time. So imagine flying midnight with these strong winds, but you need to go there. And if there is a problem, there's another movie with Matt Damon with this. The platform explodes and you need to take helicopters there to evacuate people and... Uh, the basic equipment or the backups, computers or hard disks. Yeah. So you can imagine this is more terrible than even ambulance because flying in the middle of the ocean at the night, just trusting instruments with no good coverage in the middle of the ocean. So that's another story. I. Uh, actually, uh, on a personal note, I, I have met mm-hmm. uh, a, a helicopter pilot who works for an offshore oil company. Uh, mm-hmm. His job is to fly helicopters uh, <laughs> to these 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 oil platforms. Uh, it sounds like the most you know when you hear this from someone, someone who doesn't fly, it sounds incredible. <laughs> it sounds amazing, and yeah. yet he was uh, he was not a talkative guy. You know, um, I, I I do wonder. Like, um, do you think? Is there is there something like that? Is that that pilots don't really? They, they, are they? Do you find them to be very talkative people, or more kind of reserved, <laughs> only speaking when they need to? You know, these guys are 
I might say everyday heroes, so that's how that's why you see them humble because they don't talk much because when you do nothing you talk much but when you know what you are going through every time you just need to sit and relax and cool down so it's a it's a kind of philosophy so you know what you went through you know what you go through every day I can tell you these pirates are everyday heroes if we are running cars here if we can pump our petrol in the car think of these guys they fight everybody every day and uh, they make their life at risks every day just to make transportation around going on smoothly so well um well, our our hats off uh, definitely to to to, the, to these people who do in fact make our lives uh that much better yeah. uh, every day and also hats off to you uh, your hat is already off uh if i had a hat i would take mine off for you for <laughs> for, for beginning your, your career in uh for, for for taking the steps to 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 try this career as well um yeah. it's it's a, a very it sounds like a very exciting adventure uh, I don't think we're going to stop talking about this. In fact, we're going to go to another song uh, and um, I'm going to hear a little bit more. So, uh, Simbi, do you have any songs in mind that you would like us to play uh, in this next segment? Uh, there is a song I love much, which is reggae also. Excellent. I don't think you get bored with my reggae nah, nah, favorites. Not, not today. It's uh, I Love Your Way. I Love Your Way. Yeah. Oh, baby, I love your way, so... It's uh, not that good song, reggae song. All right. Uh, do, do, you, do you remember the artist, the name of the artist? <sighs> you could tell us later. No problem. I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sounds good. All right. Let's do it. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Max and... Simbi. And we're about to sing I Love Your Way. See you soon. Oh, baby, I love your way every day. Yeah, yeah. Team. 
I love your way. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Max and Simbi. Simbi, you've been talking to us about the the unsung heroes of the world, the the, the bohaterzy, którzy umożliwiają, żebyśmy mieli lepsze życie, who risk their lives for us to have a better life. Um, whether it's the oil platforms or the air ambulances or or people delivering humanitarian aid. Uh, there are people up in the skies uh, delivering what needs to be delivered. Um, you, you, you touched upon an, an interesting point about humanitarian uh, aid. Now, you spent uh, a great deal of your life in, in Rwanda. Yes, of course. Uh, you're, you're, you've also lived in Ethiopia. For a few moments, yeah. But originally, you're from? Jamaica. You, you were born there, hence, hence your love for, for reggae. Yeah. <laughs> But no good memories there because it's uh, it's just uh, a starting point. So anyway, uh, you, and you, and you, so you so you lived most of your life in Rwanda. I will say I always lived in Rwanda because I do speak good Kenya Rwanda, the local language, mm-hmm. with other language like French, English, Swahili, and a little bit of Polish also. But uh, most of my life is in Rwanda in the East African region. The neighboring countries of Rwanda, you know, there's Congo, DRC, there is Burundi, there is um, Tanzania, there is Kenya also, there is Ethiopia in the far north, which is a very also a very interesting country, especially with the aviation industry. Um, I, I I heard uh, one one nugget of information recently about uh, two pilots from Ethiopian Airlines, uh, but that was for fixed wing aircraft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ethiopia uh, fascinates me as uh, a fun fact, I suppose. Um, it is a country of a very a very particular culture. Its alphabet is beautiful. Yeah. Um, we had a Georgian uh, guest uh, who we also spoke about his alphabet because that's also another alphabet I loved. He <laughs> says it looks like the vines from grapes. It's meant yeah. to replicate this. Uh, Ethiopia also has a particular uh, alphabet. I don't know if you know. Do you know anything about it? It's a unique uh, alphabet. They have a lot of history background that goes far from even beyond Africa, even the wo- the whole world because... They have the oldest cathedrals standing, just carved in the rock, straight rock. No other carved in the rocks. Carved wow. in the rocks, going deep, a hundred meters. They have a unique alphabetic system. They have a unique calendar, which is totally different from the Gregorian, the one we use now. The, everything there is unique, but um, I think the world need to turn and look back to this history because they say they are connected to the Egyptian. Egypt is fascinating. Everybody, any historian talks about Egypt, yes. but they say uh, also Egyptians refer to Ethiopians as their mother. So Ethiopians gave Egyptian civilization, so, and, but uh, Egyptians shine more than Ethiopians. Is, is, is it, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Ethiopia mm-hmm. has been untouched by the scramble for Africa. Yeah. Uh, it has not been... Uh, Colonized successfully by, you're by right. any, yeah. yeah, you're right. They tried, but they didn't succeed. Uh, it was uh, especially Italians that tried because uh, it's very close to yeah. Europe. So they, they got they got around that area around yeah. Eritrea and, and it's yeah. the only country. Eritrea was also part of Ethiopia before it has been separated to become independent. Also, mm-hmm. 
So Ethiopia, Eritrea was one big country. Um, Ethiopia also its 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 capital and and, and Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa is uh, I guess you could call almost like the Brussels of Africa. Yeah, because uh, it's the headquarters of the African Union. They are the leading industry there. They have the best airplanes industry from Africa for the fixed wing, the commercial business, the Ethiopia Airlines, which is very modern and uh, a lot of people, a lot of young people, goes into aviation. You can uh, find. Airline helicopters, commercial, at 19 years, 21, 23. That's, and that's that's where it is. That's where it's happening, yeah. sort of. That's where the future, the, the, the young pilots are beginning their careers. They invested into this industry very much. Uh, certain certain areas uh, that that people do that you do see in headlines uh, within mm-hmm. within Africa. Obviously, we have we have Nigeria. Obviously, they're they're, they're just you know so much oil. I uh, love Nigeria. Yeah, rich culture. Very good music, excellent movie industry. Ah, I love everything about Nigeria. I think they call it Nollywood. Is that right? Yeah, it's the, Nollywood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say it's a Hollywood of Africa. Nigeria is a very big economy and um, it's very successful country. Now Nigeria is well known all over the world. It's uh, I think Nigeria is going somewhere. It's overtaking even South Africa. Um, but uh, th- th- that being said, let's 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 uh, let's go a little closer to home. So you're mm-hmm. you're you're wh- where you I, I guess identify yourself as as, as closer I, to Rwanda. I'm a Rwandan. I don't even identify as close as two, but I you, am Rwandan. You're Rwandan. That's I, it. I am Rwandan. Ndi umunya Rwanda. This this is how we say in local language. Dreamin' magic wonder Can you see this spell I'm under? Make you wonder with that rhythm Feel it moving through your system Step on, step us, step up to it All you got to do is do it Do it, yeah, yeah We come to do it, yeah
when I got it All around As they keep on searching Oh, I got it Yes, I got it Rwanda. Um, now, for, for for those who who've um, who've maybe uh, learnt about Rwanda in in high school or in university, Rwanda's come a long way. Yep. Uh, uh, a country that was uh, once once colonized by the Belgians. Yeah. Uh, had uh, some a, a violent period, but is now one of the economic sort of uh, uh, engines yeah. of, of, of Africa. They call it the Singapore of Africa. The Singapore of Africa. Yeah, if you compare it to what, what but uh, they used to call it the Swiss, uh, the Switzerland of Africa before. But now it's somehow the Singapore because the economy style is, most, is more, much more similar to Singapore. So uh, financial services, that sort of thing? Very quick one because you can uh, you can register a company within 24 hours. You've got everything. Like here, you ask for a personal oh, number. Great. You got your TIN number, great. tax identification number. You can start your business. You can open an account here abroad with your phone and have an account in Rwanda, in euro, in dollars, in any kind of money. So it's uh, it's booming. It's uh, very old technology oriented. Mm-hmm. Everything you might try uh, Kigali Airport. You will see. If you are a Rwandan citizen, just you scan your passport and you go through. You don't need to go through the checkings, whatever. Yep. So everything is, uh, they are going very fast, but uh, they, uh, in a good way. They call, I believe they call that um, mo- mobile penetration. I think that's the, mm. the, the technical term when the amount of uh, mobile and digital services are being used mm-hmm. by the general population. Yeah. Um, that, that has a really good uh, impact on health as well, health yeah. services. Um, and and financial services. Apparently, yeah. the banks uh, banks don't do as well. But it's actually the sort of um, you know, the kind of the mobile payment solutions. They're the they're the leading. Uh, is the most is the most popular one because um, now you don't need to go to go in through queues to the bank. You just I hate going through queues at the <laughs> bank. I was at the bank yesterday and. Uh, in Rwanda, you don't need this. You need to go to the bank when you have cash the paper money to go for deposit and uh, you can just deposit across the street to the mobile money or airtel money i think these are the most leading services there you just need to drop it to this agent he will you will have your confirmation on the phone and whatever and uh, when you said about uh, the technology penetration into the healthy system is also rwanda have been the first country in the world in the whole world for delivering blood with drones there with was, drones, really? Yeah, drones because there are some remote hospitals. Yeah. And uh, Rwanda is a country of uh, um, a thousand hills. It's a very hilly country. It's not like here uh, in Poland. You know, Poland is somehow flat, unless in the south, I po- think. Poland, Poland has, uh, yeah, the, the Poznan area, I would say, is a very, uh, <laughs> maybe it's, it's a lovely place for lakes. Yeah. But when it comes to... Uh, you yeah, don't have mountains. It's a plateau. We don't have mill collines. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Rwanda, the mill collines, the southern hills. So some hospitals are up there in the hills close to the population because you need to take hospitals close to the the population so taking blood or emergency equipment there it was a problem with roads bad roads especially the rain season so there was um, I think it's called Ziplin Ziplin the company okay. they learned this they tried with Rwanda and it was successful and now this sort of uh, hospital delivery 
is being exported all over the world. Even Europe is trying it. So you have a drone, you just type in the, coordinates. Yep. It takes some medical stuffs, very urgent one. Then within seconds, what used to take two days, now it is taking 45 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes to get delivered and at the exact point because of the mobile penetration. It's, it completely, I guess it uh, means you don't need to wait years until you build a road. You've got, no. you've, you've got these... At least for the medical system, now it is good. So if it can, if it can deliver some 5 kilograms, 10 kilograms passers, yeah. so you can imagine the next step, maybe we'll be delivering school books to some remote schools. How about delivering your food at your home? without going downhills just to get a McDo. So it's, yeah. a, it's another point. If you can carry medicals, which is a very sophisticated yeah. persons, any other persons can be delivered within this drone system. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm keenly impressed. Uh, I, we, we, we do have to go to a song, though, before we go into all the, all the possibilities of drone delivery, because I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that case, uh, let's go to our next song. Uh, Simbi, do you have anything in mind, or should I, should I pick something out? Oh, just give me a Master Blaster by uh, Stevie Wonder. Master Blaster by Stevie Wonder. Yeah. I, I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Max and Simbi. See you soon.
Welcome back to Poznan International with Simbi and Max. You're listening to a show that discusses all the possibilities of aviation. We've even discussed uh, Rwanda and、uh, Ethiopia, the, the engines of Africa. Uh, the, the ability of technology to, to, to enrich people's lives.、Um, you know, in case anyone would like to learn about Rwanda,、um, I, there is a movie.、Um, it, it goes back to, to one of its more troubling periods. This one is called Hotel Rwanda. I don't know if you've seen this one. I've seen it.、Yeah. Um, what, what do you think of that film?、Uh, I saw it once. It was a good movie with good actors. But the story behind it, I don't understand. Some people argue about it, which I don't understand also, but、uh, it's a good movie. The actor did it very well. Don Cheadle, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, Cheadle. Played, he played all right.、Um, uh, it, it, it does tell、uh, a story about the past, though. But again, going into the future,、uh, the country's come a long way. Um, really, uh, in, in incredible use of technology.、Um, Where do you think, going back to your piloting,、uh, where, where do you think you're going to first apply? Like, once, once you complete the piloting course,、uh, where, where, where are you going to apply your skills, do you reckon? The first one is Rwanda, of course. Rwanda, straight to Rwanda. Rwanda is the first one. Wow. But、uh, the whole East African region, because most of countries there need piloting industry than any other country in the world. But、uh, after this, there's Southeast Asia. All the Caribbeans, those are the three destinations I'm thinking of. But first of all, I need to go back to Rwanda for sure. Yeah, do you, uh, uh, how, how long has it been since you've been back?、Uh, It's been almost a year and a half because I just, when I first came to Europe,、uh, when I first came to Rwanda, I just landed in Poland. So, but I, will, I think I will go back to Rwanda in the next two years. It's not tomorrow. I just still got time here. Uh, meanwhile, enjoy, enjoying your time here, how long do you still have left in your, in your course? It's two years full. Yeah, it's two years full, two years, because three,、uh, six months is for theory and two years is for practical. You need a certain amount of hours to get,、um, to get the certificate.、Um, is, it, is it 40 hours to, to be able to be a pilot? Or is it,、um, the, the 40 is hours is the introduction. Yep. Then you can be given. Uh, an equipment to fly with your own without, an,、um, without the instructor beside you. The 40 hours, the minimum you have to do with the instructor beside you to see if you can take control by yourself without anyone else in the plane. And then you're on your own. And then you're on your own, you need two, 200 more hours to get to the next course. So, because you need to know to learn to fly with the equipment. In case the equipment,、uh, the navigation equipment fail, you need,、yeah. you need to use visual. So you have instrument flying support, and you need to use to apply your visual also and your other senses of、um, geography. And、uh, as we said at the beginning, you need to control your fear, you need to be quick、uh, to apply quick responses. So it's a, lot of, it's a lot of process to go through. So... I, I, I guess before we,、uh, before we sort of wrap up,、um, uh, I guess just one last question. Why Poznan? Why Poland for, for flight school? There are so many places in the world. Why did you choose to come here? Poznan is international. You can find people speaking French, English, Polish, Georgian, Russian, <laughs> Ukrainian. I love Poznan. It's 
much more international than any other city I've gone to. I'll tell you what, there's no better way to end the show than, than, than a praise of Poznan. Um, in that case, do you have anything you'd like to say to family and friends uh, before we go? Oh, I would say hi to everybody. And uh, yeah, I still think of you. So see you soon. I will come. I come as Simbi. I'll go back as a Simbi pirate. So see you guys. All right. In that case, thank you for joining us, Simbi. And uh, you know what? Bon voyage. Dziękuję bardzo. Do zobaczenia. Do zobaczenia. Cześć. Cześć. There must be something she can do This heart is broken in two Tell her it's a case of emergency There's a patient by the name of Prescription for me. She's the one, the only.